another myth I hear from people is that they feel a need to be a tech guru in order to do the things they want to do in this day and age. And that's certainly not true at all. Now, there's lots of things that you can learn and lots of courses you could take. And I understand that being tech savvy isn't for everybody. And no matter how many courses you take or books you read, you still may not be very tech savvy. And I understand that. But there's also a never-ending supply of people that can help you as well. Hey friend, welcome back to the Small Business Startup Essentials Show. And real quick, I have something for you that you may be interested in. I created a three-hour online course for you called Solopreneur 90-Day Launch Plan. It's designed to save you a lot of ramp-up time. And if you subscribe to the podcast and follow me on LinkedIn, I'll send you the discount code for 25% off the course. Just send me a LinkedIn DM saying you did those two things. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But if you need some help with launching your online business, let's talk. Just go to tomclaremont.com slash coaching. Now, let's get right into the episode. Hey, welcome back. Today, I just want to spend a few minutes dispelling some common myths about launching an online business later in life. And Alan, it's never too late to follow your entrepreneurial dreams. And I'm here to set the record straight today. Okay, so for this episode, I just want to sort of revisit the topic of starting over or starting an online business later in years and the struggles that you might have. Uh, I started mine when I was 39. Now, um, that was when I quit my job in, in IT back in 2001 and uh, started my own IT business. It was partially an online business, not fully, but um, I transitioned lately into a, a full online business. Now, I know that 39 isn't really considered later in life, but it's still at that point where I wasn't in my 20s or most of my 30s either. So for this episode, I wanted to sort of address some common myths that people have about uh, starting that business um, later after, so let's say, you know, after 40, okay? And the first one seems to be the most common is that you're just, you know, too old to do this sort of thing, you know, and maybe getting influence from others of, you know, that what were you thinking mentality, right? But we all know that, you know, age is just a number and none of us really know how much time we have on this planet. So I'm certainly not of the mindset where I think I only have, you know, 10 or 15 year window because who knows, you know, uh, I could live until I'm 90 or 100 or whatever. And I don't really plan on having a business until then. It's just that I don't feel the urgency, even at the age of 60, to do things now because my window of opportunity is small. I don't think that way. I don't look at opportunity that way. I'm always in opportunity mode. I'm always in learning mode. And of the perspective that I still have enough time to accomplish a lot. But another myth that I think a lot of people have is 
that they feel it's too risky to start something new later in life. And we all know that the reality is no matter what you do at any age, there's risk involved. But for me, from my perspective, usually when you're starting a coaching or consulting or an online business where you get paid to share your expertise and your knowledge and your wisdom, usually you're at the point in life where you've you know got the resources to do this new venture and you're in a much better position because you've got those resources as opposed to if you try to do something in your 20s, you might not be able to have those financial resources to tap into. And what do people do when they're in their 20s and they want to do something like this? They just sometimes rack it all up on a credit card, you know, right? Thinking that they're going to make money eventually and they'll pay it off later on. Well, I've seen a lot of people get into a lot of debt on that farce with a false sense of hope. So for myself, from my perspective, when you're more financially stable because you've been working for decades, because you've had the time to plan for that later in life transition, maybe uh, in partial retirement, maybe you're about to go into retirement and you still want to keep busy and make money and do the things you always wanted to do and coach people and have a consulting business, uh, have a training business or maybe a, a speaking business or if you wanted to become an author and do some writing or whatever it is. If you're doing this later in life thing, there's a good chance that you've been able to have the means to do these types of things and your risk is a lot lower because of it. But also from the risk perspective, you know, chances are you've been thinking about doing this thing that you really want to do for uh, quite some time and you've had some time to look into this topic and do some research, whether it's formal or informal research. And because you've already had this time, maybe you've been thinking about this for 10 years and, you know, that helps to lower your risk involved. You're not jumping into this new venture, this new idea. You're not doing it on a whim. Another myth I hear from people is that they feel a need to be a tech guru in order to do the things they want to do in this day and age. And that's certainly not true at all. Now, there's lots of things that you can learn and lots of courses you can take. And I understand that being tech savvy isn't for everybody. And no matter how many courses you take or books you read, you still may not be very tech savvy. And I understand that. But there's also a never-ending supply of people that can help you as well. Some things are just a one-and-done scenario uh, where you get somebody to help you set up your website and where you get somebody to help you set up your email marketing and it's just minimalistic maintenance and uh, time for upkeep with those things. And, And if there's some online tech things that need ongoing involvement and focus, hey, you can hire different kinds of virtual assistants. Some are very tech savvy and if you need a a VA to help you run your social media marketing, it's always an option for you as well. So if you need a VA to help you with maybe uh, some SEO for your website, you know, it just might be a situation where you pay them $100 or $150 a month and 
they log into the back end of your website and work their magic. And you don't have to do a thing. So I wouldn't let the, you know, I'm not techie enough mindset stop you from pursuing your dream. There's reasons not to do anything in this world. The online tech shouldn't be something that stops you from doing this. The online tools that can help you are getting better and better every year. Uh, Another myth that I come across with people struggling is that they feel they need to have a large investment in order to have an online business or maybe uh, a podcast. And that's certainly not true. Now, does it cost money to hire people that you need? Yes, of course. That's no secret. And I know there's certainly resources out there like Fiverr or other services where you can hire a freelancer for cheap. And hey, I used to do that many years ago. I used to have an ongoing pipeline of projects that I would outsource to a freelancer. And that was uh, great for, for that time. That was my pathway to success early on in my business. But it's those freelancers that will help you in your path to success as well. Now, with the rise of AI and so many AI tools that are out there to make a lot of jobs easier, in fact, you know, faster, the cost of hiring a freelancer has gone way down. And the need to hire a freelancer has gone way down as well. The need to have a team has gone way down. So if you're not that tech savvy and you hire somebody that that's that one person that might be able to wear enough hats for your business, you know, that could be that one person would be all you need. Now, you know, how much money you put into the business venture is partially based on how fast you want to build this out and grow. If you've got time, you can build it up slow. You can start with a low investment and watch it grow from there. If you have the resources and you want to build it up fast, then yes, I can see that being a larger investment, like in a, in a done-for-you sort of service. But still, at the same time, you know, all that I just said before is still true. The need for having a large team isn't as great anymore, which leads to the next myth that I want to address. And that's the myth where someone says it's going to take too long to build a business. You know, once again, the speed of building the business really depends on the resources you can put into it. And if you're doing this alone, or if you're able to create a team to help you build out fast, you know, do you have the resources to put into promoting your business through different channels? Do you have the resources to build out multiple marketing funnels? If you do, then yes, you'll be able to build it up a lot faster. If not, it's going to take longer to build, but plenty of people do it with a good amount of success. I've done it, and I've seen others do it as well. So if you're feeling like you're uncertain about all this and you can't teach an old dog new tricks, then, well, you know, I got news for you. You know, Maybe you shouldn't start a business. Maybe you're not cut out for this. Not everybody is. I'm not trying to talk everybody into it. I have a podcast episode titled, Why You Should Not Start a Podcast. Now, I believe there's opportunity for all people. 
but not everybody has the right mindset. If you've been thinking about this idea for 10 or 20 years and you haven't acted on it yet, then the reality is you're lacking the motivation to be a successful entrepreneur. You have to take action. You have to make decisions. You have to try to move forward. You have to take risk and you have to risk success with every decision that you make. Not everything's going to work out for you. But that doesn't mean that overall it's it's a, been a bad idea. You may make bad decisions. You may make the wrong decisions. But there's success in failure as well. When you make the wrong decision, you now know what doesn't work. So that when you're in the same situation again, you can make better decisions. If you hire people, you might hire the wrong person. It's that way with any business. But success comes when you believe in yourself and your abilities. And you have enough resilience to bounce back from those situations that don't work out. Okay? So I just wanted to address some of those common myths that people are struggling with and when they're thinking about starting an online business later in life. Hope it helps. Well, that's all for this episode. If you want to get started on your online business and need some help working through the process, I have a few options for you. You can take the brand new online course I just created, the Solopreneur 90-Day Launch Plan, and go through the same coaching process that I offer one-on-one, but at your own pace. Or you can get direct one-on-one or group coaching from me where we can really dig into the issues that you're struggling with the most. Either way, you'll have a roadmap for your launch with a solid foundation in place. Just go to tomclaremont.com and pick the options that work best for you. I'll put the link in the show notes. But friends, as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.